Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Roundtable. Coming to you live from Beijing. I'm He Yang. Good as always to have you with us on today's show. Do you remember the days when banking jobs were considered the cream of the crop, the go-to profession for a mother's dream son-in-law? Well, it seems that that allure of banking jobs has somewhat fizzled out. What's got the once eager youth fleeing the banking ship? Join us for the lowdown on why the glamour's fading and where young people, these young talents, might be headed. And we're on a mission of starting your week with a motivational kick. Our motivational Monday offerings will get you ready to tackle the week. For today's program, I'm joined by Neil Holin and Xin Yu in the studio. First on today's show. For a long time, the banking sector in China enjoyed a prestigious reputation, providing stability, respect, and attractive career prospects. However, the industry's landscape has changed, and the echoes of discontent reverberate through social media platforms. Ninety. Thousand bank employees took to microblog Weibo using the hashtag. Have you resigned from the bank today to share their experiences? Once these professionals fiercely competed to enter the industry, but now they find themselves in somewhat, people say, a sunset sector. So let's take a look at in China right now. How competitive is it to get into the banking industry before we talk about this shift in mentality? Yeah, sure, and not just right now. Over the past years, we have seen increasingly intense competitions in getting a banking job, and the first reason can be attributed to the growing number of graduates.、Um, according to the Ministry of Education,、um, the number of graduates from higher education institutions next year will reach 11 million. So it will set a New record high, you know, and among them, the number of graduates who major in finance and economics have also remained high. And that number was over one million each year from 2018 to 2020. That's not surprising because when it comes to choosing a major for 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 the college entrance examination, finance and economics majors. Have always been considered to have good prospects, and these are among the top choices that attract the highest number of high-scoring students. But compared to the large number of graduates, the number of job demands in banks have not seen that much of a growth in、mm. the past years. Um, according to the Chinese online recruitment services provider Zhaopin,、uh, or in Chinese Zhilian Zhaopin, the proportion of recruitment demand in the banking sector was only 18 percent between January 2020 and March 2021, and that number was significantly lower than that of. Industries like insurance, or funds, securities, or investment. And this year, according to the data provided by the six major state-owned banks in China, they have launched、uh, nearly a hundred thousand positions、uh, among these young graduates. And for example,、uh, during the campus recruitment of China Construction Bank in 2018, there were 169,000 applicants competing for 13,000 positions. So that means one out of 13 candidates were able to be recruited by this bank. And this, all of these, makes the recruitment process even more intense for、uh, these young. 
graduates to enter a bank. Mm-hmm. Um, amid the, this intention competition, many individuals are screened out during the initial online uh, application stage, mm-hmm. especially for some bank headquarters. Um, they require graduates, they have to be graduated from prestigious universities or some have to acquire a master's degree. Mm-hmm. And after you are selected to enter this written test, uh, many people have been complaining about how this uh, test is overwhelmed with a big volume of questions. Um, These written exams often last for two or three hours. Mm -hmm. And some say uh, it's like a real life test for you to become a bank teller at a bank and you have to work for like hours without going to a bathroom. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and yeah. what's interesting is that in the 2021 20, autumn recruitment exam, uh, for instance, they have to complete like nearly 300 questions within three hours, which means you have only like 36 seconds for each question. So that was quite um, intense. And also these written tests, they uh, they encompass a comprehensive uh, and a diverse range of disciplines, including uh, topics like astrophysics, advanced astrophysics. Yes. Uh, mathematics, yeah. and world history, and a lot of other things. And many candidates feel like they're being tested on an encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. It feels like they're not going uh, to work in a bank. Rather, they are going to become uh, academia at a, from a uh, institution like the Chinese Academy of Sciences. Mm-hmm. And after, you know, you have um, struggled through the written test and you pass the test, the real challenge comes into the interview process. And many of them... We've only gotten to the interview <laughs> yeah. process. Yes. Well, Sunyu has certainly given us the lowdown on how competitive it is to get yes. into the industry. And it is beyond the preparation that one could come up with to be fully set to really successfully land that job. Thank you very much, Sunyu, <laughs> for that. And Yu Honglin, tell us then... After jumping through the hoops and successfully getting into the industry, are these folks staying or leaving? Well, after completing all this process, you would feel like I am truly a successor. I have been selected one out of 13 and I get to suit up and go to one of sometimes one of the six major state owned banks or other commercial banks. And I am, you know, securing this perfect stable job. And what you need to do, the first thing is that you need to be a bank teller. Mm -hmm. So you need to sit behind the desk and explaining to a lady a relatively elder lady, respectfully, <laughs> how come you, if she decided to open an account in your bank, instead of giving her a bowl of edible oil, you can only offer her a bag of tissue, which she's not satisfied with. And that <laughs> contrast, that kind of, I would say, disappointment for a lot of young people would last for at least two years, because that's what you need to do if you first enter at least one of the six state-owned banks, Mm -hmm. you have to do this kind of job for at least two years. This, uh, let's call it entry-level jobs Mm -hmm. for two years and then deciding on maybe the next step on your career, which means many of these young employees would feel like their talents are not being valued and they feel like they are not doing the kind of job in their imagination and they are not bringing real value to the society, which is why within the first five years entering banking industry, 
over around thirty percent、mm-hmm. of the people would decide to quit. And also, the bank teller's job is just one of a million jobs in the、of、banking、course. industry,、mm-hmm. and unfortunately, you're. Uh, graduating and entering into one of the key declining branches of banking, which is traditional retail banking, and the bank teller is the job that signifies that sector、mm. within the bigger banking and financial industry. So, therefore, I understand. Actually, this is a grievance that a lot of young people share among different industries. That is, the entry job rarely is all that attractive or fun or gratifying or whatnot. But banking. Given the significance it is to the economy and its traditional reputation, and、mm. many of the cachets that it brings, and it's worthwhile for our discussion. And Xingyu, you have looked at young people's attitudes towards leaving banking,、mm-hmm. and what are the top、uh, reasons, according to your research? Have you found that、uh, you've got well? Quite a not a small number of people going on social media and almost unanimously saying, "Hey, I'm a young person and I don't like this that much, and I might have already left or I'm considering quitting."、Mm. I think especially for、um, the previous generations, they consider banking jobs as the golden rice bowl because.、Um, From 2003 and、uh, 2013, the total assets of domestic financial institutions in the banking sector grew by 4.5 times. And especially in the past decades, I think a job at a Chinese bank met the prom meant the promise of a respected, secure, and lucrative career,、uh, regardless of the post. So that's why、uh, I think many Chinese youngsters they they were educated to compete, to study hard, to go into Uh, the banking sector, but in reality, the salaries of the banking professionals are not as high as one might imagine.、Um, according to a survey by a consulting firm called Micas, in 2020, among those graduates who worked for six months, only marketing manager made the list of top ten highest-paying positions that related to finance. And as for the entry-level jobs like bank tellers, the average monthly income is just Five thousand six hundred yuan, so that's around seven hundred and eighty dollars, and it ranked only thirty-eighth、uh, position. And、um, it, apart from this, not so that high paying.、Uh, some. Employee employees have also ex,、uh, complained about this high stress of working in banking industry.、Um, Especially during the past years, we have seen many people adopt digital banking, so they're not going to the physical banks、mm. to get their、uh, their stuff done.、Uh, and、uh, banks they have reduced the number of positions of bank tellers, so many of these young professionals they have no choice but to turn their focus of their work to sales. They have to like、uh, make sales calls. They had to、uh, like. Issue a card on the streets to the elderly people. So I think these jobs、uh, really created much stress for these young professional who 
probably had much higher uh, pursuit of their mm-hmm. career, not just um, working as a salesperson. I think that's very interesting. And when it comes to the rice, a golden rice ball, it's a very <laughs> Chinese kind of term. It yeah. signifies the kind of situation when you, where you, you don't have to work that hard to secure your job. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a booming industry, you are basically secured with a kind of a relatively uh, promising, rewarding and allowances and stuff. And if you take a look at the banking industry here in China, actually, between the time of 1994 to 2003, it's basically when the banks in China are started to commercialize. Mm. And between 2003 to 2013, it is what we call the, the golden age. Oh. It is when banking is really a booming industry. You don't have to be that talented mm-hmm. or you don't have to work that hard. But as long as you work in the banking industry, you are basically looking at a relatively lucrative and stable job. And that's when people started to see banking industry as the kind of uh, let's say profession that you want to get in, you want your kids to get in. Mm-hmm. And since 2013, till basically now, I've, this is the period of time when the banking industry is going under, um, undergoing this kind of supply side structural reform kind of period. Traditional banks need to, like Xingyu has already mentioned, go outside, find clients, compete with the um, new banking industries on the internet. E-commercial sector is booming and uh, the traditional banking industry is facing with all these challenges, which means they would want new, let's say talents, they want young people with a heart to work really hard to um, be able to go out there and attract a lot of new clients. Yet, the image they have set in the heart of these young people, or at least their teachers or their predecessors or their parents, is that if you enter the banking industry, you are having a relatively stable job. Mm -hmm. So I see the requirements and the talents and the desire are not matching perfectly, which leads to this disappointment. Mm. But also, how disappointed should people be? Have you not read the news (laughs) for the last few years? And also, it's not news that a lot of banks in China and outside have been downsizing. They simply don't need that many people to sit behind that bulletproof window of glass Mm. anymore, Mm. like uh, Xingyu mentioned. And that's a significant change in the traditional retail banking sector. Let me just say that again. And therefore, you know, this is a huge industry that is going through evolution, just like every other industry. And, well, there is that discrepancy that Niu Holin you just mentioned. And, and let's just go a little bit deeper uh, to that, because you guys mentioned it's still so competitive to mm. get into this industry. But on the other hand, folks are looking for an escape or they have abandoned ship. But this is still an industry... Uh, th- that continues to to Attract. charge forward. So why do we continue to hear reports labeling banks as sunset sector, as a sunset sector, yet a decade or so later, we find ourselves singing the same pessimistic tune while the ship has not, in fact, sunk at all, if not earning more revenues in different sectors of banking? 
Or, or okay, this discrepancy, basically. Yeah, I think one very important factor is that when we talk about even it's、uh, the traditional retail bank service we're talking about, it's still a huge, huge part of an industry. It's、mm-hmm. still very complicated. It has a lot of different kinds of operations, kinds of services, and it has a lot, a lot of different positions for the young people. And、um, I've talked to some of my friends who work in one of the six state-owned banks. And many of them say that sure, it's very competitive, it's very stressful, and、um, I have had my fair share of crying mornings before going to work. Yet <laughs> I don't regret working in the banking industry. And if I had the chance to choose again, I would still choose this because I'm still facing with a lot of different challenges that has given me the opportunity to have significant self growth and self improvement. And this is something I don't see myself、um, embracing in other. Industries, and in the meantime, I think the traditional banking industry is trying to、uh, expand and enlarge their service sector as well. Even though we say they compete with online financial services, they are also、uh, exploring their own financial service sector, which is why they are recruiting not only people learning,、uh, learning or majoring in economics or accounting. They are also recruiting a large number of people with the. Ability to work in IT industry, so、mm. they are also expanding. Right. Well, okay. I'll, I'll just、uh, offer another point to what you just said, Niu Honglin.、Uh, certainly, when you look at the banking sector, there are segments that are still lucrative and attract top talent. And I'm not just talking about China, but around the world as well. Uh, with the increasing emphasis on digital transformation, as you guys have mentioned, roles related to technology, fintech, and innovation within the banking sector are in high demand, and this includes positions focused on cybersecurity, data and,、uh, analytics, artificial intelligence, and also. Other lucrative sectors. Well, I guess you gotta just power through the two years of boring stuff <laughs> to get there. Just to let you know, so there's hope. Investment banking. Yes, we.、Uh, well, if it was in 2008, and if you said that you were a Wall Street banker, yeah, you would have gotten an earful if you were walking in the streets of New York City. But uh, uh, I don't really want to dive into that discussion. But after the financial crisis, look at any banking fat cats that were arrested in America. The answer is zero. So I guess you know. Well, that's a different discussion for a different day. But investment banking is back, and especially in areas like mergers and acquisition, capital markets, and advisory services, they continue to be high-profit areas within the banking sector, and talented individuals. Are drawn to it. What else? Private banking and wealth management, another huge area of banking in China and elsewhere. Managing the wealth of high net worth individuals remains a profitable niche. So there are plenty of things to get into if you are a financial major, I guess. And actually, well, this is maybe not so much here in China, but maybe increasingly we're moving in that direction a little bit. But if you were looking for a banking job in the U.S. or in the U.K., especially in The UK and Europe actually,、um, there aren't so many requirements of or limitations to what your major is.、Mm-hmm. I have friends from、um, my university who major in classics. 
So <laughs> Latin and Greek, but they got into investment banking. So um, wow, yeah.、Mm. Anyhow, so there's that. And then if you look at the sectors within banking that don't see the bright sunny day. Traditional banking,、uh, traditional、uh, retail banking is one thing because thanks to the rise of digital banking and so many things we can do on the internet. But actually, this is one small personal anecdote that when I visited my my、uh, brick and mortar bank. Branch、mm-hmm. of one of these six state-owned banks. Actually, the bank teller, well, or the the person, you know, usually there's like you 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 get a number, you, you go in and then you get a number,、yeah. wait in the queue. Receptionist,、uh-huh. yeah, a little bit like that. Yeah, a little, yeah, the d- directory person. Yes, and and that person was like, ah,、oh, you should have gotten here earlier, but you would never be able to beat the silver-haired customers. <laughs> and also these days, who. Those who actually do step in the physical bank branch,、mm-hmm. usually you have a serious matter that you can't deal、mm. with online.、Uh, Therefore,、right. every customer will need a long time <laughs> of the banking professional's attention、mm. to get it sorted out. So actually, it's almost like, well, this is just a sudden revelation of mine that. Nowadays, people who actually go to the bank, take their business to the physical bank, are Are bringing the most complicated、uh, an- analogy here would be surgery to the doctor because <laughs> if it's a small matter, if it's just a minor hiccup or you know a, a cough or a cold kind of thing,、uh, metaphorically speaking, we take care of them at home、mm. on our smartphone.、Mm. So it's really fascinating to see that the banking sector is going through changes, and it's not. Necessarily, the sinking ship that some people have been talking about for a long time.、Mm-hmm. So, well, I guess that's promising news. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. And in the meantime, we get to see that for a lot of young people, the reason that they're changing career is not because they don't like the banking industry that much. It's more like after working for two years or three years, they started to realize where their real talents land, and that's when、mm. they decided maybe I want a more challenging job. Maybe if I can work over. Work.、Uh, if I can work in outside of working hour for so long, I should try to work in a more competitive industry. Maybe I can try to even start my own business. And instead of looking for or chasing after a very stable job, a very secure job,、mm-hmm. they want the more challenging, risking yet more rewarding career. Which、mm-hmm. is why sometimes we see this changing career in this five-year point.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've also noticed this generational shifts in employment. Like Niu Hunlin just said,、um, I think for the older generations who got the job in banks, they would spend their whole career career life in the banks. They they are they tend to be more loyal than、uh, today's millennial and Gen Zers、uh, who are more likely to switch jobs.、Um, they have different career responsibility expectations and also attitudes,、uh, and they value flexibility and work life balance more than the previous generations. So these can. Be also、uh, one of the reasons why they are leaving, right? And、um, there are some reports out there saying that oh, there's a big change within the personnel's、uh, age structure in the banking sector. That is, it's aging. <laughs> But is that a problem? Because I, I would have thought that you know everybody would. More or less, find the most ideal job or fitting job for them according to their circumstance.、Um, do you think that this is 
an, an industry that has, let's say, uh, the average age would be of middle-aged people um, an issue? I don't think so. I to to be honest, I think the entire population on Earth is aging in some ways. <laughs> well, not every everyone. country. <laughs> well, it's you yeah. know. I, I see your point, though. Yeah. So, and in the meantime, we've talked about the evolving stage of banks, and we see that nowadays the banking industry is different from ten years ago. And we do need someone who have witnessed all the changes, who understand the evolution of the banking industry, to work in banks. They would have more. More numbers on their age than the young people getting into the industry, and I don't see that as a problem. And in the meantime, actually, people who are you know some middle-aged people, they might find a stable job more valuable, and that Absolutely. is yeah their personal choice as well as sometimes the choice of the banks as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I respect their choices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and can I just remind you, millennials, you guys, or at least the older millennials, you guys are middle-aged. So, <laughs> so it's like, let, let's and it's okay, and it's fine. Yeah, I, I'm just like really tired of a lot of this like subtle ageism that you just pick up from all these like discussions and reports. And I just decided to just uh, you know poke that bubble a little bit, and uh, and it hurts a little bit, but it's okay. <laughs> and in today's digital world, the super fast pace of change has become the new constant and transforming mm. our career landscape in front of our very eyes and we find ourselves in a world where lifelong learning is just is, is not just an option but actually it is a necessity and the most valuable skill is the ability to evolve and adapt. Mm.